welcome to the Rally Podcast. We're stoked that you're here. We hope that this would be a tool to help you pursue the presence of God, people, and the ways of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Rally Roundtable. We have got a little bit of the Josh and Josh show going on right here. uh, My fellow stash brother, uh, the guy who I would truly rank the coolest New Spring staff member going around. Maybe Talon Hawthorne will give you a run for your money, mate, but... Uh, how you feeling today, old Josh Dela Cruz? Dude, we're good. We're both out of the out of the woods. We, we're ready to go. Yes, we're good. We're, I'm excited to be here. Yep. We're we stoked. uh we both had the Rona at the same time. Yes, that's and, what those and, are the woods I was. Talking okay, I about. didn't know if we were going to go there, so I just brought I, us into the Corona. We're already here. How, we're how, free. How, how was your experience? It was horrible the first four days, but uh, an ungodly amount of vitamin C yep. and prayer, and here we are, dude. <laughs> we made it. We so. made it. Uh, but man, we're, we're excited to have you on, on the uh, roundtable today. Uh, if you guys don't know, Josh uh, leads Rally at our Myrtle Beach campus. And I was thinking about it this morning. Uh, I think we just had our one year anniversary of being friends, maybe a yes, little, little, right. little bit uh, longer than that. But a year ago, we heard of this guy, Josh Dela Cruz, down in Orlando, Florida. And one thing led to another. And he moved to the putt putt capital of the world in Myrtle Beach <laughs> to lead our young adults. Yes. And mate, what's what's life like in Myrtle Beach? I love the Myrtle Mob, as I call them. Yep. They're just a rowdy group that love Jesus and love people, and love an ungodly amount of putt putt. It is weird, dude. Everywhere you drive, horrible gas stations, incredible putt putt. How's your putt putt game going? It's still trash. <laughs> it really it's not, is. It's not getting better. No, I am no Dan Leanne, but okay. I am trying to be put in the work that's it that's it but uh we're talking about today this idea of uh loving people and uh one of the things that truly stood out to me uh when i met you was just man like the way that you love people and today we want to we're in this idea of talking about pursuing people as as, that's something i heart for ali and i think it's something you do better than most people that i know of just like the way you love people reaching people and uh, we've talked about these ideas in church world of evangelism and discipleship. Yeah. And so today we just want to have a practical conversation of like, how do you love people? Yeah. How do we pursue people? Uh, but before we do, man, I'd love just, uh, I would just take some time like diving into the old Dela Cruz story a little bit. Man. And um, what, what do the people need to know about you? And then just tell us a bit of your journey of, of coming to know Jesus and, and, and a bit of your life. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I grew up in a Christian household, uh, incredible mom and dad. Teresa and Tony. Okay. That's that's it. Dad's Filipino. My mom is white. Um, so I think that plays a, a huge part in my story of what what we've been through as a family and even me personally. I have two younger brothers who are incredible. One's a videographer and hairstylist, and the other one is a police officer. And we need more of we need more Jake Delacruz is doing that job. But anyways, um, man, I grew up. I, I was. I went to church more like forced and convinced with Krispy Kreme donuts every Sunday morning, which Love why would Yeah, why wouldn't you go to church? And I uh I was there and Christianity was more of a forced thing that I have to do rather than something that I was like, here's why this is a good thing for you. Here's why this will change your life. And so I have a bunch of trophies of the scripture memory because that's what Baptist churches give out in Sunday school if you memorize your good verses and so all of this stuff, I, so I grew up, and it was middle school where I try, where I really realized that I don't believe this thing at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is horrible. <laughs> like, right. I don't like this at all. <laughs> and it was the religion that I didn't like, but I had no idea it was supposed to be about relationship. Mm-hmm. So this is where I was like, this isn't my community. I don't like this. And I would, we didn't have Fuse on a Wednesday. We didn't have youth. 
we had a choir. Put, put in the work. work yeah, dude. Work and I'm tone deaf and super nasally. So that's just me, period. Right. Like, you yeah. You a nice note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would I would fake accents, really your accent. Hey, it's a um, good accent. And before I knew you, and I would get kicked out of choir. Have a, uh, just a teaser of the Australian I, accent from Delicate. It's going to go it, on record. It's, it's not good, Mike. <laughs> um, and it was horrible. Um, but, and, and so it was not good. I would. I would skip choir practice to go to this local mall and steal CDs from Hot Topic, allegedly. allegedly. And so this is, I had no direction in my life. And so that was middle school. High school was just horrible. Was Went to a Christian private school. The whole experience was horrible. I went to Bible class. So when I tell all my friends who weren't Jesus followers, they're like, yeah, I failed Bible class. And they're like, what's Bible class? And it's just like, not good. Right. And it was after this life-changing experience when I, Many people hit rock bottom. Mine was I got caught for taking things that weren't mine, okay. and I went to Duval County Jail mm -hmm. where I sat beside a guy who looked like Kimbo Slice for the Gen Zers. You could YouTube him. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm in this holding cell not knowing what I'm doing. Not and where you want to be. Not, where, not ideal for, <laughs> at all. And so uh, I literally hear God for the very first time, not a Christian at all, of you're better than this. You're not better than necessarily these people in that you're in here with, but I've there's so many plans I have for you that are so much better than hanging out in here. Yeah. And so I get out of there, don't want to go to church because I don't believe in God, but I also know that I know I, I heard from a something. And my best friend, Sam Sanders, who I'm incredibly thankful for to this day, invited me to this young adults gathering in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. And I was like, nah, man, I'm good. I know this whole church thing. He's like, nah. They got good music. And I said, I got my own music. I'll go to a concert. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And then he goes, I'll buy you Chipotle. And I said, well, I'm poor and I've got fired from my job. We'll see you there. I'll see you there, man. And I park, greeted nine times, which I'm like, this is for sure a cult. And I walk in. People loved me. And I didn't look like your typical church person. Mm -hmm. But it was so diverse. It looked like this thing called heaven. Mm. And people loved me from for who I was and, and what I looked like. And that was that was the game changer. This guy gets on stage with jeans, flip-flops, and a backwards fitted hat, which, newsflash, not the move, right? <laughs> it's a look. It is a look, right? And he preached this message of the gospel of that it was a relationship, not a religion. And that was the game changer. And I'm this man has changed my life. He's mentored me, uh, Josh Turner. And all these people are still in my life today, but they pursued me with such tenacity. And they didn't preach, they didn't preach to me. They paid for my Chipotle meal. They loved me. They didn't judge me because I had tattoos, or they didn't judge me because I didn't believe in what they believed. Yeah. They just loved me. They loved their neighbor, which praise God it was me. Yeah. And that was the that is why I will always be about evangelism because if those people didn't love me and pursue me, I I wouldn't be hanging out with you That's in our awesome, and celebrating our year yep. friendship it's anniversary. So yeah, man. Yeah, I, I love um, you. You just talk about like how you look different. Like it, you're, you've got you've got the outfit on right now for people watching, but you do have a, a handful of tattoos on. on you. Yeah. How, how many, what's what's the number count? Have we, I, got a, we lost just, count? Two arms, torso, two legs. The whole, the whole thing. So I got five. I love it. Just, yep. just covered in it. Yep, yep. Would you ever get a rally tattoo? That would be a bit cultish. 
there again yes <laughs> never mind but the thing the thing that i love about you man is like when you're hearing your story of like you look different have it have a different story and a different journey but like the, as you're telling that story there's key people who played such a role in your story yeah. and obviously now that's marked your life and and through that like now you're influencing other people's stories and journeys and so i'd love for you to speak to like why like why does that matter like right. speak more to your heart of um, loving people and and how that influenced you and now why does that is such a key part in your life yeah uh, the reality is I believe there should be an urgency for Christians because people are dying and going to hell mm -hmm. that is the very simple people are dying and going to hell and we have like we have to love our love our neighbor yeah there's so much arguing there's so many opinions there's so many Instagram theology out there and the simple solution to all of that is loving your neighbor as Christ loves us. Mm -hmm. It's we overcomplicate it. Mm -hmm. We try to like, all right, uh, what what verse am I going to post today that's really going to preach to people? And I'm like, dude, it's not just just pay for someone's meal. Yep. Give money to a homeless person without judging them and saying that they should get a job. Like Jesus didn't do that to you. Right. While we were still jacked up, while we were still sinners, Christ gave His life for us. Mm -hmm. There was no prerequisite that we had to have for Jesus to do that mm -hmm. and so for us to love our neighbor we shouldn't have these five boxes that someone has to check in order for me to love them it's great in order for me to share a 7-eleven pizza with them like it's just it's not that hard yeah we love convenience mm -hmm. and I do too because I live out of gas stations not physically but all my nutrition comes from a gas station <laughs> right and it's you're not the, you're the king of the bank yes yes <laughs> Energy drink, that is. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> um, and I love caffeine. But I I can't settle for a convenience because if I do, I only love people that I'm comfortable around. And I don't see anywhere in Scripture that that is what we're supposed to do as Jesus followers mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. I look at Paul, and I look at Jesus, and I look at, like, these two, these two figures in my life, they went outside of their, in quotes, comfort zone to love people that society was like, nah, you're good. Or Christians even, nah, you don't fit the religious country club requirements. You can't be a part of this. Mm -hmm. That's not Jesus. Yeah. That's not the God of the Bible that I read every single day. It's mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. How, how do you then, um, hearing that of, I think it's just so important to like even hearing your story of just like, Obviously, God did so much in you that that you, I'm sure, as you articulated, of just like your awe and wonder of Him, and that's now led to transformation in your life. And yeah. from that place, like you're loving people of all sorts of different backgrounds, beliefs, and, and and something we talk about multiple times within rallies. This idea of we don't want to treat people as projects. Like I just want to treat you as a conversion, and now I'm on to my next thing. Yeah. But how do you get that transformation in your heart to take place to actually wanting to love people? rather than just feeling out of religious duty, I have to do these things to impress people or be kind to people. Like, speak right. to that that heart transformation that takes place in people as you follow Jesus. Mm. Well, I have to I have to look in first, right? Because we're talking about hearts. Mm -hmm. What do I like? I don't want to be treated as a project, and I'm not a project. Mm -hmm. And so how, we love others as we would want to be loved. Right, so what is that? And what's great about that is people love to, want to be loved in different ways. So when we go out and spread the good news of the gospel, we will love people very different, which makes us, that's so great. 
because you have an opportunity to love people in a people group that I'll never have access to in the way in which they trust you and the same for me. Mm -hmm. And so I have to first answer like, how do I want to be treated? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to be judged by the way I look, talk, my accent, lack of accent, facial feature, all of these things, how much money I make or don't make. Mm -hmm. If I go to school or I dropped out, none like, I don't want to be judged on any of that stuff. I just want to be loved and welcomed in this place. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at Jesus Christ like this, I have to have the same posture because that's what I want. Mm -hmm. I want people to walk in and say, what's up, dude? How are you? Mm -hmm. And be able to like not worry about when the counter drops, not worry about like how much time they have. Uh, I, I used to meet with someone and then they would put a timer. I have this much time. I'm like, Oh, that doesn't feel cute and cuddly. I wouldn't, you know, that, yeah, that that's tough. I feel rushed. I right. feel this. But when someone goes, let's just hang out. And we go to Chipotle and we just were there for three hours and it's 10 o'clock. And this, the whole staff is like, just sit outside, like get out of here. Mm-hmm. They might feel inconvenient, but the person that I'm spending time with that I want to love like Jesus does, they they actually feel it and they love it. And in return, now they do it to someone else. It's awesome. It's a trickle down effect. Mm-hmm. So, how do I want li- like to be loved? I do the same to other people. That's great, man. When when you are dealing with people who uh, maybe have uh, completely different beliefs than you, or yep. a completely different worldview on life, um, different backgrounds, whatever, how, how do you interact with them? Is do you have uh, a, a secret agenda of you're trying to do these things, or or do you have, I'm going to do these things just practically. And I, I think I would know some of those answers, but I would sure. love to hear from you. Like you do it so naturally when, when you, when you're in spaces with people who, who maybe completely disagree with you on beliefs or yeah. certain things. And I think a lot of people lean into the conversation, be like, man, like I, I want to, but like, what do I do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, first of all, I just have, I have natural friendships in my life that don't believe what I believe. I think why people get uncomfortable about that is because they have no friends like the person, people that they're trying to reach. So they get all weird and clunky and like, and I'm just like, dude, you don't even have friends like this. Great, bro. What makes you think you're going to connect with someone that is nothing like you? Yep. And so I have friends that I have friends that look like me and that maybe just got tattooed way too many times. (laughs) Right. And that they're atheists. I love my, my brother, Justin, he is not a Christian. He is an atheist, and I love him like my brother. Mm-hmm. I have I have dinner with him. I I text him about hey, how's as his son? Like, but I'm not. There's not this secret agenda. When you have a secret agenda about trying to reach someone, that means you don't believe in the supernatural power that God has. Yes, exactly. And it's on me. Mm-hmm. It's not on you. Yeah. Well, I'm just supposed to love people and yes, know my Bible, read Scripture, know what God's word says but love people, right? Don't have the secret agenda where you're just like, I'm gonna get them. Yep. That's, that's, now that's weird. Like that, we don't, we're not trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit if that's the case. Yep. And so I love people all different shapes, sizes, beliefs. So if someone says they're atheist, great. Mm-hmm. Let's hang out. That's awesome, bro. I don't have the secret agenda, but I also know that everyone needs love, but they need the love of Jesus Christ. Come on. So if I'm just there in my action, the strongest message you can ever preach is not with this. Mm-hmm. It's with this and, and where my feet take me. Yep. And so it's not your post, which a lot of Christians like to post scripture, but it's a subtle jab at someone that they love, right? right. 
And so it's not any about any of that stuff. It's just spend time with people. If you want a fruitful relationship with anyone, it needs, we talked about this last night at rally, it needs time and communication. Mm. And communication is not always talking to someone, but it's also listening to someone. That's great. And so I, if you don't believe what I believe, mm-hmm. I love you just the same. It's awesome. Let's man. just hang out. Yep. One of the uh, one of my favorite memories is uh, back in Australia. Australia is very different. Like uh, lots of different cultures, people from Africa and the Middle East, and all sorts of like it's yeah. like a melting pot of people from different backgrounds. I remember one time. Uh, randomly, I was in a in a hot tub at a resort, as you do, just hanging out. Yeah, enjoy, just chilling enjoy, with enjoy the old the, dudes, enjoying the bubbles. And yeah. uh, I'm sitting there, and the, there's this Muslim guy in in this in this hot tub, and we just like strike up a conversation, and and truly, and we obviously he finds out like I'm a pastor, and we have, but and by the end of the conversation, he said, "Man, thank you so much." For, for taking the time to ask about my family, ask about my life, not prejudging me. And, and there was no crazy miraculous conversion thing there, but it was a distinct moment that I'll never forget of taking the time to find out someone's story, mm-hmm. someone's background, someone, someone's life story, and just sowing a seed and, and, and being what it, a Jesus follower who loves humanity. And so I think, I think as more and more as we can ingrain into our culture as man, it's not my job to, hey, will you sign this piece of paper and say, now you believe in Jesus? Yes. It's man, I, I have been transformed by the work of the Holy Spirit in my life and trust that I'm just gonna sow a seed and I'm, I'm gonna show love to you and, and, and see, what, see what God will do. I love that. Even the sowing the seed concept, like I think so many Christians want to sow the seed and then reap mm-hmm. in the same, and, but God, God's word doesn't promise that we're gonna even see it. Yep. but someone else will. Mm-hmm. And so I think we need to be be patient with people as God is patient with us. We want a conversion. We want this transformation in the life. And that's, that's a good thing to pray for, mm-hmm. but it's never a good thing to force on someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you do such a great job of that, I will say. Stop it. You're too kind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's... I, um, so, something I, I, I just, I think it would be a helpful conversation and, um, even just like what it was like living on Orlando. And, and obviously um, you and I have had conversations about this, but man, um, how, how do you love um, the, the gay community? It's a big topic within young adults. Yeah. Uh, and there, there's more to the conversation, but I think you're someone who, who does uh, a really great job and has great insights. I'm, I'm gonna shut up and let you just share some things in your heart because young adults ask lots of questions. Yeah. I j- Again, we like to put people in categories on how much we can love them. Mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous. Because Jesus doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and with the gay community is, you said it best, everyone has a story. Everyone has a life. We never give the chance to people, whatever their preference is and whatever their sexual orientation is, just to love them. The Holy Spirit changes people and they're not, and we can't look at people, whether they're gay, straight, bi, pan, whatever, as, well, we have to change them. They're, they're, they're broken. Guess what? Everyone is broken. Every single person. We are right now, and we're talking about yep. it. We have to love people. I, I, I'll never forget in Orlando um, when, when the Pulse nightclub shooting happened, and it was all over the news. And so I would, I would have to drive past the, the Pulse nightclub um, every every day to go to work to the, our church offices, and when it happened, 
I'll never forget. All my friends are blowing up, and, and and my friends who are gay are blowing. Uh, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? No, I, I, I it's four o'clock in the morning, and the very next day, we uh we had we went out there. All of our church staff. Hey, we're going to pray with people. We're going to cry with people, and we're going to give people the first responders water. We're going to just be there for people. Mourn with those who mourn. Weep with those who weep. Mm-hmm. And we went down there, and there were other churches and religious organizations in that area we that would throw stuff at us that would throw like how dare you we are supposed to be jesus christ to these people i said exactly where were you at bro like what we were we're supposed to be there together praying Mm -hmm. these are our brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and so we we got to stop putting labels on people and putting people in categories of how much they're supposed to be loved and how much truth we're supposed to throw at them and bible dart them Mm -hmm. that's not our job it's to be the hands and feet of jesus and last time i checked when jesus hung out with people it was the people that were judged by religious people yep he's he's sitting and reclining at a table with people from all sorts of backgrounds everything and and the religious are pointing thing like what is he doing with them yes and and that's that's for me for, for for rally in our community is is would we stop with this agenda that it's like i i i have to get this conversion or do this thing. No, 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 no. When was the last time you had someone from a completely different background, completely different worldview at your dinner table? Yes. And, and you built friendship and you love them. And, and you were, I think just plain and simple. Are you a good neighbor? Like, do you f- actually know the names of your neighbors in your community? Yes. Do you, what are, what are you like at your workplace? Like, are you a sloppy, terrible employee who, yeah. who, who is not respected? Or are you there early, you work hard and you, you care about people's needs. And, and I think like we just overcomplicate so much of the life of following Jesus to si- simply, man, I want to be transformed into the image of Jesus. Let that transform me. Then out of that, I'm going to be, uh, try to my best, be a good follower of Jesus, not try and boast in my goodness. Yes. Um, and, and just sit at tables and, and spaces with people who ha- have different point of view and, and let it click into the gear that, that, they don't have to change their behavior for for them to belong into a community. And and we have to trust the transformation of Jesus and the Holy Spirit that if they put their trust in Jesus, he is the one who gets at work in people's lives when they're in a community. But we cannot expect people who are not Christians to act like Jesus followers. Yes. That's, like, my, that's my TED talk. Yeah, so. but it's so, we again, it's we're overcomplicating the simple like, Reach the lost, equip the found. It's the it's the great commission. Mm-hmm. Just go do it. Yeah. We're, we try to overcomplicate it because we love we love being comfortable, especially after this last year. I've been in my house all year. Like I'm just comfortable, man. Yeah. Like these are great chairs we're sitting at right now. <laughs> and it would be easy for us to just say, um, preach the gospel, but through your phone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not how it works. Yep. Get out there, mm-hmm. love people, spend time with them. Yep. So let's let's talk about. Um, Okay, say say there is practically a moment where someone's asking questions about Jesus yeah. and and they want to know the gospel. How do you quote unquote share the gospel with someone? And and I'm sure you've got thoughts around this. And just I think any practical advice that you'd say like that someone's wanting to share the gospel. Yeah, I mean it, when you're sharing the gospel again, don't overcomplicate it. But that's not permission for you to preach a three point message, mm-hmm. and 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 have the counter like I have thirty minutes to preach you like. Just what has God done in your life? What is it God's word says that he, like, 
throughout history. Mm-hmm. He changes people from the inside out. We are a new creation. Mm-hmm. We have hope again. You need some hope. You need some joy. Like yep. it, you, all of that and so much more you, you have access to, you could tap into in a personal relationship with Jesus. And I would, man, religion has kicked my butt up and down, sideways, because I felt like it's unattainable and I f- I'm a failure, mm. but it's not. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yep. And it takes like time and it takes communication. Yep. Give it time. It's great. It's not this one day fix all thing, which is like, again, that's the whole evangel- evangelism and discipleship thing, right? Where we could, we could count a hand raise, right? But are they following Jesus next week? It's, a, it's discipleship as much as it is evangelism. Mm-hmm. We can't just be like, a conversion, that's great. See ya. Yeah, like, I'm, we have so many great tools. Like, yes, text Jesus to 30303, but also if we do not follow up and we do not check on the people, how are they doing, how's their life, what's work like, how's your family like, we are not doing discipleship, which the Great Commission is both and. Yep. It's not just one and, and, and done. That's not how this thing works. Mm-hmm. What about uh, practically, I'm sure there's uh, habits and things and rhythms in your life that you have for uh, reaching your community. Like, is, yeah. is it you go to the same coffee shop? Is there, what, yeah. what do, what's like maybe your mentality when, it, when you're in your community, in around, around the people around yeah. you? What advice would you have to, okay, I want to reach people. Like, obviously, yes, I'm going to love the people in front of me. But like, yeah. do you have any advice to a young adult around that? Yeah. Be generous. And I know a lot of young adults, including myself, we don't have a lot of extra money, right? You're like, I'm just generous. Like, I got your public's order. Um, But just be generous. If you don't have money, you got time. Be generous with your time. Spend it with people and be with the people. The people aren't necessarily in a four walls of a church. Go out and love people where they're at. We like, you loving people isn't just inviting them to your church. It's you are the church. Go out there and be the church. Mm-hmm. Be the hands and feet of Jesus. That was outside walking around local coffee shops. There's two local coffee shops that I alternate every Thursday, and I work out the entire day there. Mm-hmm. And I will walk in. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? And I pull up a chair, and we spend 30 minutes just hanging out. Oh, I got to go. And I'm like, that was great seeing you, man. Or I'll even text in the group me hey i'm at this coffee shop hang out with me and uh that's a you know it gets we it can get weird right but just be with people yeah. go out and uh i was uh two weeks ago one of my buddies in rally uh states i was like bro bring take me to coastal carolina walk me around i've never been there and i just walked around awesome. and i walked into libraries and the, the most chaotic starbucks which that just scared me i'll probably never go back but like <laughs> Walking around campus, I'm like, these. this is where the people are. Yep. I can't expect them to come to my church. I have to go mm-hmm. and, and, and preach the message of the good news of the gospel where people are at by my actions, yep. by me just being a part of the community. So good. Yep. I think a, a very practical thing out of that is you have to position yourself to, to be disrupted. That, that yes. you have to. So, so practical things for me, it's like, Every time I go to the gym, I might have my AirPods on, but I like I'm all I'm ready to have a chat with 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 the guy yeah. or 
Uh, I've talked about a hot tub and now talk about a sauna, but whatever. God loves to do work in those things. I'm telling you, every time I'm at the YMCA sauna, I love my introvert time where I usually like love some time by myself. But if a guy comes in there and they want to have a chat, like I'm down and it's not like, let me tell you all about Jesus. But it's like, I've I've had, I can literally tell you story after story because I'm just consistent and and I see familiar faces or whether it's, yeah, walking downtown Clemson and there's people that that I know and stopping at coffee shops and just being in the community is is someone who does it best. I would say is Riley Cummings. Every time I go out with him to a to a restaurant, he's asking what's the what's your name. We're taking intentional intentional with the waiter. What's yeah. your story? It's and and every time we always will get in. And Taylor and I last week were at Marky with a brand new waiter, and it's like, man, tell us your story. And we. This is me sharing my my pills, and so I, I lost my crown in heaven. But like, leave a nice tip and just say thank and show acts of generosity. Yes. And so I would just say, man, like we don't need to bunker down and study our theology textbooks all the time and do that. Like, grow in your disciples, but, yes, but also ha- have have the mentality of like, man, I want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yes. Buy someone their groceries. Like, what what are things that you can do? Find a need in your community and meet it. And it doesn't always need to be a big shouting from the rooftops thing. Nope. Any other thoughts? Yeah, I'm sure you got some, mate. Ah, oh, there's just so much canoodling <laughs> around up there. I just, I just love people, man. It, I, I just, it's such a, it, it's such a very interesting topic, especially amongst Christians who say that they are a Jesus follower, which means that you want to be more like Him, right? But I, people are just too comfortable, and I think we're, it's just going to take time because, again, a whole year of just being stuck at home and all of this thing that can only be excuse for so long mm-hmm. to the point where like you can go anywhere now wear a mask yep. or or don't there's but you could go get a shot in the arm or don't but wherever you go love people well like people you can edit this right or not just don't just don't be a, a butthead to people man just be nice we'll keep it in. I like yeah butthead. okay all right yeah and that's really censored for me but like <laughs> Just be nice to people. Yeah. I, I like when Dan Leanne comes in town to Myrtle Beach. We had pizza at Rick Davis's house. We just be nice to people, right? Like I'm not the. Just invite people to invite people to your home. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. There are my two of my favorite people, Grace, Gracie and Chase. They live in Atlanta, and they work for this uh, incredible coffee shop and, and in this incredible organization, Preemptive Love where they just have meals with people intentionally that don't necessarily believe what they believe. And they love people and people love them. And it's just, it's all about being the hands and feet of Jesus and making sure you have margin in your life Mm -hmm. to be interrupted. So good. Interruptions are nine times out of 10, not the devil. It's the Holy Spirit saying that, hey, you need to talk to this person. That's so good. That's what I believe. And that and that's where I think um, something like it, it, you're really touching on is hospitality. And and it's yes. not, yes, there, there's a spiritual gifting, but the reality is we all can show hospitality and by opening up our lives to people. And what it really is doing, it's creating an environment yeah. for people to, to, to meet Jesus and create space with that. But you're not like, Come to the table now. Let me tell you. Here's my conversion papers. Yes. And and I think something that like another practical thing. What some of our best friends every Thursday night they have a literal list of other couples that they want to invite over to their home. And and a lot of them already follow Jesus. But like there is this part in them. It's like man, we want to build friendships. We want to build yes. community. And 
we may not necessarily feel like on a Thursday night, big day at work, whatever, but every Thursday night, you can guarantee there's people at their dinner table with their one-year-old son at home. Yeah. And, but they're just, they want to open up their lives to people. It's amazing. And, and I think um, that's, I, like I was talking to some guys who, some college guys are all seniors at Clemson. And every Sunday night, what do they do? They open up their, their apartment to anyone who wants to come over and they have a worship night and some guys jump on the keys and, and they eat, eat some cheap food and have a great time. Like it's not yes. that hard. Like buy some ramen noodles and keep it cheap. Have a great Dude, time. I'll and show it, up. And I will be there, I promise. Yeah, for sure. But, but we just need to de- demystify how complicated it can be and purely buy a box of cereal and say, come on over for Brinner on a Sunday night and let's hang. I love that. I'm there. It, it, yes, we got to stop overcomplicating it. And you bring up a good point because you say you're an introvert, right? But you don't use it as an excuse. Right. We got to stop. If you're a Jesus follower and you're an extrovert or introvert, whatever you, you think you are, yeah. whatever your Enneagram number is, it's not an excuse for you not to be like Jesus mm-hmm. if you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. It's not an excuse. Yep. And I'll, I'll go a, a full-blown step further that even if, if you're a young adult right now, and we've, we've talked a lot about, quote-unquote, reaching people who maybe don't follow Jesus, but there's a whole other arm to the conversation around like discipleship and investing in, in, in people. Uh, and, and really that idea is a disciple is a noun. It's an identity. It's who we are. We are That's disciples great. of Jesus. So therefore we go and as followers of Jesus, we want to act like Jesus and become like Jesus and, yeah. and um, live like him. And so I would say like if, if you're not investing in other people, you're missing out on, on a huge part of the Christian life that yes. makes following Jesus so amazing. Right. Like if you're not leading a fuse group or being in Kids Spring or serving in some way and investing and caring and showing love for people, you're missing out. Some of the best joys of my life have been taking some ragtag crazy 13-year-olds out out to buy some some food. I remember in Australia, every Wednesday afternoon, we'll go buy some fish and chips. It's an Aussie thing that we do. Apparently, that's a great combo. And a great combo. And every every Wednesday afternoon, we're we're doing Bible studies. We're spending time together. And it's like, I had no idea what I was doing. We just figured it out. And so I'll just say, man, lead a fuse group, get invested, yes. and, and love people. Yes. The, the, the number one principle with me- meeting with people and pursuing people is to keep showing up. You might not see instant life change in their life. Just keep showing up. Mm-hmm. There, it, it, we get defeated if someone doesn't come, like, doesn't have this light, accept Jesus into their heart, right? Keep showing up. Yep. That, because that's what Jesus does for us mm-hmm. on a daily basis. We have to keep showing up for people. I think the uh, culture thinks that if we don't do these Christian things and we're just like, ah, then they'll probably just, they gave they gave up on me, which is why so many people that aren't Christians feel like, oh, Christians just treat me as a project because they gave up on me because they didn't complete their project. We got to keep showing up for people. Keep loving on people. Mm-hmm. Keep inviting them to your church. Stop. Don't be weird about it. If they say no, don't hound them. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. But don't give up on them. It's so good, man. We can't give up on people. Yep. we gotta, we got to keep inviting people into our lives. And, yes. And, and uh, not just come to me, but I'll come to you, and, and, and I'll come to your house. I'll come, I'll come to your space, and I'll, I'll, I'll spend time with you. And I think yes. as we ingrain this culture into our communities, wherever we are, just pursuing people, whether followers of Jesus or not, I, I pray that there'll be something about rather that's like, man, they have great friendships. Like yes. it's, it's, there's life. If, if you're going through hardship, this community will get around you. If, if you're feeling lonely, oh my goodness, I found 
some of the best friends. I literally was having lunch this week with a guy who was telling me how hard his freshman year was because he didn't he moved from from another state and didn't really get connected into a church. Got involved in a rally group and now like his life's radically changed because he has brothers who who are in in life with yeah. him and that's why like for me it's like it matters so much as followers of Jesus to pursue one another. Amen. So you said it perfectly. Any any parting words that you 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 would say as we bring out bring our time to a close, and it can be anything. Any encouragements to rally? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's actually not my word. It's oh, it's go. it's God's word. Can, I, word. can I read this real quick? Please. And, um, I didn't write this, but I think it was really great. It's Paul, and he's talking about uh, how how to how to reach people, mm. and it's First Corinthians uh, chapter nine verses twenty two through twenty three. It says, I became weak to the weak to win the weak. I have adopted, or I've, I have adapted to the culture of every place I've gone so that I could more easily win people to Christ. On, not my church, not my small group, but to Christ. And he says, I've done all this so that I would become God's partner for the sake of the gospel. Come on, bro. That's all I got to say. That's awesome, man. Well, you're... You're a great pastor. You're you're a great friend, and Thank I, you, I, have, so I you. have immense respect and love for you and your family, and just what God's doing in Myrtle Beach in in the Rally Fam there. And um, yeah, I, I would just pass pass on to to anyone listening, man. If 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 you're looking for community, like we would love for you to be in a rally group, you can always get connected at Rally Rally to text Rally to three zero three zero three. Would love you guys to. Share, share this with your friends. Give the old review. Comment about old Dela Cruz's tattoos. They're beautiful. And uh, love you guys so much. And we'll see you uh, next time. Thank you for joining the Rally Podcast. We hope it encouraged you. We'd love for you to be part of the Rally family. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and YouTube at New Spring Rally so you don't miss a thing. Also, 